You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. On the heels of perfection, I just got a beautiful text. You are now the 72 Dolphins of trivia, and it's accurate. Undefeated. Jake, you could live a long, fruitful life and have many babies. I don't know that you ever encounter 15-0 again. I mean, it was incredible. And Harvey's a little busy. We're putting up some podcasts up for everybody so they can listen to that perfection. But I want to give him some credit, too. For his first time catching a 15-0 performance, not yeah, but, too bad. But I feel, I feel like he's now, uh, he's now going to be spoiled. It's like Jeter in the documentary. Once you start winning every year, where do you go from there? It's all downhill from there for the most part. Wow, that, that, was, uh, that was something. I mean, I, I mean, you're going to remember where you were when that happened. You know, like, like in big moments. I remember when Rivera allowed that home run to Sandy Alomar. I was on the, the 59th Street Bridge driving across, coming back from a Rangers game. Like there are just, in 97, there are just moments that you remember exactly where you are. I think the 15-0 and 0 will be one of those moments. Now, let's talk about, I guess, some of those other moments then. Like, the, I wasn't alive. Ask I, me questions. Let's see if I remember where I was during these events. All right, let me think. Like, yeah. the first one that came to mind was the O.J. Simpson with the, the Bronco. Okay, so uh, where was I exactly? I think So that was on the Friday. I think I was in, in my parents' den watching the Knicks game, and then they interrupted it for the O.J. Simpson Bronco chase. All right, so that I, I remember, obviously – hearing that it was during the Knicks game. The Knicks finally make the finals, and uh, it kind of gets yeah, thrown you get off. like half a screen of the Knicks, and the other half is the OJ chase. All right, so there's that. I guess I'll keep it with you for the Mets. Where were you the last time the Mets won the World Series? 86. I was home in the den, and this is funny. So you're in the den with your parents for well, all the, I mean, it was the, the den was the place we watched sports, me and my dad, so this is funny. But And I think Don has the same story. We were Giants. Giants first and foremost. The Giants actually played the Redskins, and they were the Redskins, so I can say that. The Redskins, it was a Monday night. I think Game 7 was supposed to be on a Sunday. It was rained out. They had to play it on a Monday. Giants played the Redskins. Giants beat the Redskins. That was on the main television, and then we plugged in a little black and white television right next to it to watch the the Mets-Red Sox Game 7. So I remember exactly where I was. Yep. I I love it. And I was like thinking about this the other day you know I ask all these crazy questions on Twitter but like what is I was trying to think like what's the craziest non-sport thing that I've seen in a sports related event what does that mean like something that has happened in a baseball game or a football game that happened during the game that wasn't a you know a game-winning touchdown for example like the earthquake uh during like what is the yeah like what's the craziest thing that I can remember seeing on TV that was, like, kind of thrown out of, like, left field, I would say. It's tough. I don't know. I mean, you caught me off guard with this question. I know. But it, there, are, there are some good times. And, again, when something is so big in sports history, whether you're in your den with Dave or at a certain location, those big moments you seem to remember exactly where you were. I, c- I could tell you all of them. I remember where I was. Well, I was. you're in the den for all of them, so yeah, it's easy. Well, yeah, don't give me a hard time. <laughs> 87, right? Giants win the Super Bowl in the den. 91 in the den. Uh, Giants win it in 07. I was in our living room in, in Raleigh. I was going to say, did you ever make your way to any other rooms in the house, like the basement or the attic? No, I mean, we. I watched the game where I watched the game. Right, Why am I going to go to the attic? I don't know. 
when there's no air conditioning, go watch a game when there's no television in the attic? I don't no. know the landscape of your house. 2000, 2000, how many people in their attic have a, have a full setup? Not many, I would think. I lived in my attic with an AC and a television. So. Well, the fact that you lived in an attic says a lot about your family. Wow. Well, I mean, it does, right? So, 07, I was... Um, I was in the living room or den or whatever you want to consider it. In you our, tried switching our, it from den to in, living. In our, in our, we had a condo in uh, in Raleigh. We lived down there, and then 2011, I was at the the old station, which you never stepped foot in, but the one right above Madison Square Garden at Two Pen. Wow, and I guess that leads to my final question before we hit a break. Like, don't tell, don't don't. I, I see what you did there. I kind of you're trying to told you that we push me into taking a break. Well, I don't know that I'm ready to take a break. We do have to break soon, but I guess it leads to my final question. We, we're now talking about these great sports moments. You talked about being in the den in '86, which is hate to break it to you, a long time ago. It I actually, really it was actually '87. It was the '86 season. I'm just January 25th, 1987. I genuinely wonder all the time where I'll be. Or if I'll even be alive when my teams, like the Knicks, win a, a championship. No, I don't think you'll be with us. You don't think I'll be with us? No. So you're long gone. Oh, long gone. So do you think, like, my kids will see a Knicks championship? Because it's kind of leading. I've been showing my girlfriend, I know, publicly announcing that I have a girlfriend. That's a big deal for you. It's a big deal, yeah. I've been going from, you know, hiding her in public to where, announcing where are we her. At time-wise with her, by the way? I've been dating her for about 10 months now. So we're approaching the year. Approaching the year. Have Mark. we had the future conversation? Uh, here and there. Have we discussed what happens if we take it to the next level? Have we discussed maybe possibly a marriage? Well, it's that's going to lead to my next point. The fact that she's been willing, she's not a huge sports fan at all, but the fact that she's been willing to watch the Jeter documentary with me, that puts her kind of in wifey status, as not Ty really. would say. But not the fact that she's willing to do no, that the, the for fact me. She, she, please stop it. The fact that she's willing to watch good television does not put her she in actually, wifey she status. Has, she has loved watching it, and she's like, I'm learning so much. But my point is, they're talking about the Red Sox curse and the Cubs curse. Like, hundred, Imagine being born... The year after, and like being like, oh, I'll see the Cubs win a World Series. A hundred years born goes in by. In March of '73, the Knicks won two months later. That's the last time they won a championship. So, so you I, were you were technically alive. I was a lot, but I don't remember it. I didn't get to celebrate it and enjoy it. But it really is absolutely amazing to think about that. I'm 28 years old, haven't seen That's my crazy. basketball team win, and realistically, I'm going to be 50 and I haven't seen my team win. I know. It's ri- it's crazy. So the Giants I've seen four, the Rangers I've seen one, the Knicks I've never seen, the Mets I've seen once, and Georgetown I've seen once. Those are my teams. Yeah, those That's are those are my teams. And if we, you we, had to if you had to bet, I know the Giants again gave us gave me two, gave you four. But if you had to bet right now, who's going to win a championship next, the Knicks or the Giants? I don't feel confident in either. Giants. And when, like 20 years? Well, no, not, not 20. Like Within the next 10 years, the Giants will win a championship. You would put money on that? I, no. As a Giants fan, I, I, that's no. a little bit the, of homerism there. The Mets there, are going to win a title. The Rangers are going to win a title. Yeah, well, the, the Rangers the were super have, close. Have, the Mets are a favorite. Little confidence in the Mets, uh, in, the, uh, in the Knicks. Very little. And the Gi- No, I think the Giants will get it right. I, I think Dable and Shane are going to be good, and I think, I, I think they're heading in the right direction. I hope so. There's, there's only one direction to really go from where they've been. Yeah, you so. can't go down from here. And if you go down, at least then those guys will be able to get the quarterback that they, that they want. And then you move forward with him. All right. 
All season long, listen to 9870 ESPN for ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com and do that today. You mentioned the Giants. I was at Jets camp yesterday. We'll get into the locals in the NFL, and we'll do that next right here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Rothenberg with you Saturday morning, 98.7 ESPN. Tweets are pouring in. My God, Rothenberg ESPN just pitched a perfect game. Lucky Lou tweets in. I'll always remember where I was when I was blessed to hear Dave Rothenberg go 15-0. and 0. Now, Dwayne says the craziest thing during a sporting event would be the parachuter during the Bo Holyfield fight. You don't remember this. You weren't you weren't even born in 86, were you, Jake? Well, it's a great point. Like, that's what I was kind of going at. Like, when Tyson bit off the ear, like, those are the moments that are not, like, but really sports-related. you were not born in 86, were you? I was not. All right, so there was a guy that parachuted into Shea Stadium. I remember during, seeing— During the World Series. Yeah, I've seen video of it. And yeah. that's, like, kind of what I meant. There's those non-sports moments that happen in sporting events, like Mike Tyson biting a human being's ear off. That you kind of like remember, okay, I was in Dave's den with Dave. So you weren't in my den. You've never been in my den. I mean, you don't know that. I'm confident you've never been in my den. All right. What, what kind of what kind of a setup do they have in the den? You know, they got the couch and the, the TV, oh, obviously. Maybe you have been in the den. The couch and the TV. They do have the couch and the TV. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, maybe you have. Uh, Brennan in Neptune. We're, we're going we're gonna to get to the NFL in just a moment. Brennan, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, how's it going? I mean, I just went 15 and 0, Brennan. It's going great. I know you you can't can't feel much better. I got two quick questions for you. We're heading up to the Mets game today. Yeah. Uh, about to you going you going to both or just second. the early game? As of now, we're going just to the early game. Maybe I can talk the wife into staying for the later game. But my got, question got, is, how long have you been married why, for, Brennan? How long, how many years are we looking at uh, these nuptials? Just just last June, a year a year and a couple months. So if if you can somehow convince her to go to a game. Full nine in, now the weather looks like it's gonna be good. A full nine inning game. Maybe you leave and you go get take her to a nice early dinner and then go back for the second game. You, I mean, this you will never leave this woman. She will be by your side for eternity. <laughs> I like I like where your head's at. So my my first question was why? Do you, did you hear any reason why they switched Scherzer? Because I was excited that we were going to see Scherzer and now yeah, I don't know. I just I just saw I didn't. I just saw that this morning. Um. But we might weird, we might have to go to the second game to see Scherzer. I think you should. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know why they switched Scherzer because it's funny. I was under the impression it was going to be Scherzer and Freed in the first game, and then they swapped out. Now it's Scherzer and, and Freed in the second game. So I don't. I don't have an answer for you. No, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I mean I'm just qu- I'm just spitballing here. Maybe maybe the Heat, right? Maybe they would prefer Scherzer to to pitch when it's later and a little cooler. But that, I, I I don't know. I'm do making think- it up. I have no idea. Do you think that was Scherzer's decision that he wanted to pitch in the later game? Or I, this I, all I, I mean, again, I, I'm Brennan. I have, I have no idea why they, they made that switch. Okay, so I'd be lying to you. Did you have something gotcha. else? Yeah, the only other thing I, I was just wondering because we have this six man rotation, and you know, there's obvious speculation that somebody's going to go to the bullpen. When do you think that happens? Like, does Carrasco or Walker go to the bullpen and, and win? When when do you think that's going to happen? I think that that guy will go to the pen at the end of the regular season. I don't think you're going to maybe with a, maybe with a week left just to kind of acclimate them to that role. But I think it's an audition. And listen, from what we saw last night, thanks for the call, Brennan. I think we know who leads in that audition because two nights ago Carrasco was great. Last night Walker was not. I think it'll clearly be one of those two guys. 
right? But let's see what Bassett does. Wh whatever it is, I mean, the bullpen's going to have a lot of arms. They're just going to have to figure out the, the best one in the right spot. 1-800-919-3776. You see what an animal Ryan Hurley is, by the way, our program director, Jake? Yeah, I'm in this text. I'm, I just wrote back question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, he says, and this is why I took a Stump Rothenberg away from the weekday show on Wednesday mornings. He says 15-0 with an asterisk, investigation from 98.7 management pending, because he doesn't believe. Because he he, he's not a believer. He, do, he thinks that I'm, I'm cheating when I do Stump Rothenberg. Wow, so the program director of That's our right. program is saying out loud and to the public audience, well, you kind of did, but that you're cheating. Well, no, he said this before. He's, he's, it's Stump Googleberg. It's just not true. It's not legitimate. It, first of all, it's hurtful. Second of all, it's not true. Third of all, I got questions today before guys asked the questions. That's fair. And you would never see Aaron Boone, you know, throwing his play. That, that's, our, that's our coach. This is, I mean, you're right. This is our manager. I mean, Aaron Boone, Garrett Cole goes out the other day. And literally soils himself like he had to change his pants. He was so bad. And in the postgame interview, Aaron Boone was like, well, it was a, a wonky game. And, he, you know, overall, he really settled down. and He was great. Dave, That's what Aaron Boone gives you. Joey, I go out there yeah. and give perfection. And my Aaron Boone says full investigation will take place. Joey Gallo went 0 for 100. And Aaron Boone was like, well, he got a walk in there, you know. So we need our manager after a beautiful Obviously, 15 and 0. our manager does not practice the same way that the new age managers do. So that's why he's put the asterisk, because he thinks you're Googling. He thinks I'm Googling. So although you answered the question before the question was out. Yeah, I wonder what his, his reaction to that is. How did I answer the question before the question was even asked? Was it was I Googling that? It, I, it, he probably it thinks me. it was like a friend of mine that called. Yeah, you're friends with Sal and Duchess. He says, we need to give the public a clean product. Investigation might come up with nothing. Well, you know what? Do your investigation, and before the investigation is finished, I am, I am right now undefeated. Well, you better hope the NFL doesn't do the investigation because you might get like a 6-12 to 12 game get, suspension. I'll get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, you're, you're right. Unless you like deflate the balls, then you'll well, get like a, a year. I, but this is why I've taken away, and rightfully so, and I feel vindicated in this. <laughs> you know, I saw, I saw a funny meme. It said, uh, Calvin Ridley suspended a year for betting on the Deshaun Watson outcome. Pretty funny. Um... But but I just I can't believe that someone that's supposed to be in my corner would do this. It's a tough look, but I'm here for you, Dave. Yeah. So would you? Okay, let me ask you this. I asked you earlier, would you bet money on the Yankees to beat the Astros? You said you would. Would you bet money that I did not and do not cheat on Stump Rothenberg? I would throw all the money in my bank, all that money that you've made up in my bank account. Yep. I would throw that you do not cheat because I kind of have that inside scoop. I know that you don't. So, yeah, I would Thank be you. definitely throwing money on that. Uh, now, the Jets return to MetLife Stadium 7 o'clock tonight. This is great for the annual green and white practice. Watch the team practice under the lights, then stick around for a special fireworks show. Download your free tickets at nyjets.com slash tickets. So, like we mentioned, we are five weeks tomorrow from the first Sunday of the NFL season. Jets at home against the Ravens. It's funny, off the air, we're talking to Rob Sala Yesterday at Jets camp, and we were like, you get a, a fresh, rested, healthy Lamar Jackson. He's like, yeah, they did us no favors. But you know, Jets have – I think the Jets – it's hard to look at the Jets and say they're not going to be much improved. And I think the big – and this goes without saying, like the big question mark surrounding this team is quarterback. Because the offensive line – you look at this offensive line with Fant – and what they have from, from left to right, and then Tomlinson, and then Vera Tucker, and then Mekhi Becton. Like, this 
this offensive line should be good. Between Michael Carter and Brees Hall, the running game should be good. You look at, at and I, I don't even know how to say his name because every time I say it, it's like, that's not right. But, but I say C.J. Uzoma. Between him and the kid from Ohio State, I mean, and, and the guy from Minnesota with Conklin, I mean, they have, they have legitimate tight ends now, which they never have. And receivers with Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and Braxton Berrios and Garrett Wilson. Like, you start to think about the Jets and, like, if, if Zach Wilson is, is, is decent to good, there's a lot of talent on this. There really is. Now, I know it's young talent, and I know there's going to be a learning curve. I get that. But, I mean, you're hard-pressed to say the Jets, talent-wise, on paper, and I know the games are not played on paper, don't look like they're, they're good. Now, it all will boil down to Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson is not good, then it's not going to matter. But they're excited about him. He's young. This is year two. We know year one, there typically are struggles for these guys. Defense should be better. And, I, and, and, and this is what the coach said to us yesterday also. He's like, it doesn't have to result in wins. Now, it can't result in four. But if it's seven, if it's eight, if it's whatever. You have to get to the end of the season if you're the Jets and say, the quarterback's good. The team's heading in the right direction. And we won seven games. And we won six games. If I can... If I can win six games and say I like Zach Wilson a lot and I think we're trending in the right direction, 6-11, and 11, I could deal with that. 1-800-919-3776. So why don't we kind of matriculate a couple of your phone calls into the show? We'll do a little Jets talk. We'll do a little Giants talk as well. Apparently, Kayvon Thibodeau looks unbelievable. Uh, he had his way last night. I guess the Giants did what the Jets are doing tonight, kind of that, that annual practice out on the field scrimmage kind of thing. Giants did it last night. Offense did not look great. Thibodeau looked unbelievable. So we'll get into the expectations for both the locals. All right, Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we're going to get to the NFL calls and conversation in a moment. A couple of tweets I've received I want to get into as well. Time for some diamond notes brought to you by 2 by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. Today's a phenomenal baseball day uh jake you mentioned it so you said are you just locked inside all day watching the mets no i'm actually not so after the show i have to go up to connecticut ben as a double header first game two o'clock second game six o'clock so i'm gonna miss the one o'clock game and then the seven o'clock game his six o'clock game will be over at eight maybe we can go get some food locally and i can watch part of the second game but no this is what i do to be the supportive parent is i miss a doubleheader against the Braves. Now, you're a great dad, but are you one of those dads that has his cell phone underneath, you know, or in his jacket that's watching the game on his phone? Oh, I will monitor the games constantly. <laughs> so are you going to be more engaged in Scherzer or Ben? Both. All right. Well, that I didn't can... answer my question. Which one more? Uh, More engaged Ben, but it'll be like a 5149. <laughs> I respect it. I mean, like, I can't tell if it makes you, you know, the fact that you're the best dad or the worst, but I know you're a great dad. What do you dad. mean the worst dad? No, you're there. So that that's already, like, half the challenge. But the I, go, I mean, Do you know what I did last weekend? You Every weekend, I feel like you last either have weekend, lacrosse or fr- baseball fr- or basketball. So he has, do you know, have you heard of Diamond Nation? Is it a baseball? It's a baseball facility. You remember Jack Cust? Yes. So, so Jack Cust. Has his, uh, with Jenny Finch, the softball star, they opened this huge, it's a phenomenal facility down in, in Flemington, New Jersey, which is an hour and 45 minutes away from me, right? Mm-hmm. He had, <clears throat> excuse me, single game, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
I have to drive down Friday, watch the game, drive back. Drive down Saturday, watch the game, drive back. Drive down Sunday, watch the game, drive back. Three almost two-hour individual trips for three games. So whether it's professional or, you know, peewee or whatever, your whole life is sports. Yeah. Kids, job, watching sports all over the place. All over the place. And that's Diamond Notes, brought to you by Two by London, the perfect engagement shop by London Jewelers. Pick or design the perfect engagement ring to fit every single budget at any, any, I tell you, of their six area locations. 1-800-919-3776. Now, we're going to close out the show with some kind of rapid-fire football conversation. 800-919-3776. I mentioned the Jets. And I want to get into the Jets, and I'll get into the Giants as well. Do I think either team realistically has a great chance to be above 500? No. I'd say that's unlikely. I think the Giants may be a little bit better because, you know, Daniel Jones has been there. I don't know what Daniel Jones is going to be, to be honest with you. Daniel Jones could struggle. He could be good. This whole notion, though, that the Giants are interested in and possibly pursuing Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, it made no sense when I first heard it. It makes less sense now than it ever did. Why would you be going after Garoppolo? Don't you want an answer? Like, don't you want it? You, you, you spent the sixth pick on the kid. You've done almost nothing to make things work for him. Now you have a new, I mean, look at what, look at what you're doing. You're running quarterback sneaks on second and third down last year. The offensive line was comical. The offensive coordinator was awful. The head coach, who we thought was going to be great, was dreadful. So now you look at things and say, You've revamped the offensive line, although I don't know how great it's going to be, and apparently it struggled last night in this, in this scrimmage. And we'll get a good feeling when they go up against the Patriots on Thursday and, and, and the preseason games. But the offensive line should be better. Don't you want to see what he's able to do? Isn't this the year that you'd say, you know, last year I felt was kind of a house money season for the Jets, right? They, they didn't win. They were awful. They couldn't get out of their own way. The quarterback struggled. They won a couple of games. The defense was like le- like all time bad, and I almost felt like you know what? It's kind of a free pass because that that's what happens when it's year one. It's a team that's rebuilding. Isn't that where the Giants are? If the Giants win six games this year, and there are things that you see that you're impressed by, and now they and you know you have the answer. Daniel Jones, he's not the answer. He's not good. You move on from him. Fine. Can't you now say that the Giants don't have a lot of pressure around them heading into this year? And if that, in fact, is the case, then isn't this the exact season you want to see Daniel Jones? Like, why would I go with Garoppolo? Wait, in a perfect world, what, what's the future with Jimmy Garoppolo? Even if you look and say Garoppolo is better than Jones right now, which I don't know that's even true. But Garoppolo comes in, he's, he's better than Jones. And he, and he goes out there and the Giants win... Nine games. They go nine and eight. And let's even for argument's sake say the Giants sneak into the post. The Giants are a playoff team at nine and eight. They get into the playoffs. Now what? Now my quarterback of the future is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, who I know, who I know. I mean, he was with the team that he led to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game, and they can't get rid of him quickly enough. Why? Why do you think that is? Because one of the brightest minds in all of football, Kyle Shanahan, is telling you, I can't win with Jimmy Garoppolo. When it comes down to it, and I have the ball down by four, late game, 
wide receivers running free in the secondary and my quarterback's throwing a bomb, I don't want it to be Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's exactly what you saw. You saw his t- you. I mean, Garoppolo had a lead at halftime of the Super Bowl, had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. And they said, no, we can't continue with this guy. Why? So someone else can pick him up. He's fi- Again, he's fine. He's serviceable. He can probably lead you to a nine-win season. Is that what you want? Is that what you're looking for? Give me nine wins and move forward with a pedestrian quarterback? I don't know that Daniel Jones is the answer. Um, never once have I told you that Daniel Jones is the answer for the Giants, for anyone. I don't know what he's going to be. But I don't know what he's going to be is better than I know the upside of Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's not what Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones is an athlete. Uh, like a high-level athlete. And maybe he can't go out there and change the narrative and lead the Giants where they want to go. Fine. Then I do that this year, and then I move on. And then I move in a different direction. And here's the thing. The worst thing is if Jones is okay. You win eight games. You have a softish schedule at times. You don't get into the playoffs, and he's okay. You don't want that. Either be good and no, or be bad and no. Because if the Giants win five games and he's bad, he's gone, and either the kid from Alabama or Ohio State or Kentucky or you pick and choose, there will be a new quarterback sitting here with the Giants next season. Fine. He's good. You lock him up. He's your quarterback. Fine. Just don't be, eh. That's the last thing you can have. So I think the Giants are kind of in the Jets position from last season. Where you sit here and you look at it, and there's not a lot of pressure. It's a new regime. There's not expectations that they're going to be great. And you're uncertain about the quarterback. All right, so you know what? You go out there, you win six games, it's a bad year, fine. Do you understand the Giants had to cut guys solely because they didn't have the money to afford them. That's a horrible position to be in. The prior regime, this regime, almost gets a pass because the prior regime put them in such an awful situation. So that's where this team is right now. They were in such, I mean, you had to cut a, a, a top half of, of the league corner in James Bradbury because you just couldn't afford to keep him. So it's one thing if you're the Rams and you're kicking things down the road because you can win the whole thing. It's another thing if you're the Giants and if you haven't been above 500 in five years and you can't afford to keep a key key piece of your team. Why? Because you're in, in salary cap hell from being the laughing stock of the NFL. Oh, that's some job, huh? 1-800-919-3776. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get ready for Pat O'Keefe, who's followed by Ty Butler. But we'll get into the NFL, and we'll talk Giants and Jets and wherever else you want to go with the local football. Why? Because five weeks from tomorrow, people. Five weeks. And four weeks from this Thursday. And that first game, what a game. Bills-Rams, Thursday, September 8th. Oh, could you be more excited? Rothenberg with you. Solo, Saturday morning, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Harvey, people are people are now calling you out and Jake out 
Um, Post game eight says, doesn't the call screener hear the questions before it goes on air for Stump Rothenberg? Screener Google's answer, then sends it to Dave before the question is read on air. Uh, Harvey, Jake, is that what's happening? Yeah, isn't that how it goes? Yeah, we send you the answers. That's how we're supposed to play, right? Yeah, well, yeah. So that's that's why your record is now, I'm trying to do the math, 278 plus 15. 293. 293 and 55. So that's, yeah. How else would you get all this? I mean, people think that everyone's in on it. Why why is the last avenue that could possibly be happening is that I have a lot of information in my brain? So, I mean, the, the person who made that theory does have a point. We do have to know the question before they get on air because then... But you know, are you giving me the answer? No, I said if it's a baseball question on the call screener, all you get, it says stump MLB. If it's a basketball question, NBA. We don't give you the actual question. So what I guess I'm doing is I'm Googling everything that's ever happened. There's in the, just in the haters, NBA, Dave. And I have everything at my fingertips on the That's how the there. world works. You know, with social media, there's all these trolls. People want to hate. They're just waiting for something negative to happen. And when nothing negative happens... For example, they have, they a 15-0, to, to drive it towards negative. You got to try to find something. And yes. uh, Lottie in Harlem tweets in, my guy, the man with ESPN. So baseball season, you'll miss a game for Ben or Alex. Uh, but when it comes to football season, it's kiss the, the kids and show you goodbye. See you later. That's correct. I will miss any Mets game for uh, their, their sports when it comes to football. I'm not missing anything. Well, there's that also is, a lot more baseball games. You know, you miss one Sunday. That's a lot more than missing, I'm missing one any, I'm not missing baseball games. It's not, even, it's not even an option. Uh, let's go to Trevor in Manhattan. Trevor, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, good morning. Uh, first of all, never uh, doubt the mind of Dave Rothenberg. That's number one. So you, you are on Team Rothenberg here, correct? No, I'm a Rothamaniac. You already know it. There you go. I love it, Trevor. Um, secondly, LFGM. And... Uh, my question was a football question. Would you yep. rather, uh, because I've heard, you know, everybody says Aaron Rodgers is top one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but would you put him over Jim Kelly? I mean, he went to four straight Super Bowls. Or would you just want to rather have one Super Bowl and never go back to one again? I'd rather win one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather win the one. I mean, you t- I mean, think about that. Do you rather, you want to be the, the star of stars for one moment or you want to be the, the bridesmaid for four? You ra- I think you'd rather uh, go one, no? I, I, I hear that, but, you know, he's getting a lot of crap because he's going one and never, never ever sniffing one ever well, again. Well, be, because know? he's consi- – I mean, there are a lot of people that consider him to be the greatest quarterback of all time. And for the greatest quarterback of all time to go to one Super Bowl and not one in a very long time and losing championship games continuously at home is a bad look for him. Yeah, but doesn't that diminish, diminish that – doesn't diminish that championship, though, uh, you know, having – Well, how does it you know, diminish the championship, one? though? I mean, look, anybody could – this quarterback's the only one, one championship, but we never give him the, the credit they deserve. But, but, like but Trevor, Trent, Dil- Trent Dilfer is not Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, well. <laughs> um, no, no, but like, like you say, there's guys that have won one. He's, he's not. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, and thanks for the call, is a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer, not even a debate. It's not even, it's not even a question. So does it take away from him that he's only won one? Yes. I think he needs to win another. And look at what they've done the last couple of years. They lost NFC Championship game at home, right? They lost that game to who they lose it to to the uh, the Bucks and Tom Brady. And then the next year they would have had home field, and they were at home, and they lost to the Niners. And then the Niners went to uh, to take on the Rams and, and lost that game to them. But it's un- I'm sorry, it's underwhelming. I mean, look at Eli Manning. Eli Manning, and he's not he's certainly not Aaron Rodgers, but he got in and he played the best that he played in the postseason. Aaron Rodgers has not been that guy. 
Aaron Rodgers is 48 and 5 in the regular season. And he had chances. I mean, they, they had a chance this year, right? They were up by a touchdown. You get the punt block tie game. Then they get the ball. They go three and out. Same thing against the, the Bucs. They led that game. They let it slip away. I mean, it's, I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers has underwhelmed. Now, the year they lost in San Francisco where the defense could do nothing and they just ran down their throats, I don't even blame him for that. San Fran was just a, a better team, and they were caught up against a team that they, they, they probably shouldn't have been able to beat. But these last two, bad. Artie Brooklyn. Good morning, Artie. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, hey, Dave. Good morning, buddy. Good so morning. I got two quick questions. Um, Mets Giants play in a neutral site right now. Who's favorite? And why are they saying how the Giants are, like, rebuilding and stuff like that? I think they got – I mean, I'm a Jets fan. I think they're right there together with, as far as talent. And, they must, and, they, and to me, Jones has proven more than Wilson. So Jones I would has proven right more now, than Wilson, but you, you also have more answers with Jones than you do Wilson. Uh, neutral stadium, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a coin flip game. I don't think – I think either team can win that. I, I don't I, – I, again, I don't think these are going to be great teams. I think it, I, I, just, I just can't sit here and watch one in eight football teams. Just can, can you get me to November 1? It's like, you know what? If they do well, they have a chance. Fran in Massapequa. Fran's a big fan of mine. Good morning, Fran. You're on 98.7. My man, Dave, you bet you bet you I'm a big fan. How you did, doing, Fran, my friend? Fran, did you, did you hear Stump Rothenberg today? Uh, listen, you're the best. That's all I'm going to say. You're, 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 you know how to listen. Anything I say, people are going to think I'm full of it because I always say it. So they think that I lie to get on the air and this and that. You truly are the best. You're a great guy. But I want to just say one thing. I'm going to put this thing to, to rest about whether you Google or not, okay? Since you've been doing Stump Rothenberg, Rothenberg you know, Stump Rothenberg, I always mess your last name up, Stump Rothenberg on Saturday morning, how many interns and people, producers and this and that, have you had that have come and gone and new guys have come in? A lot. A lot. Okay. So you mean to tell me one of the best bits on air, okay, Stump, if you're cheating, not one of those people – which probably going to be 50, you know what I mean? Here, here, there, this guy, intern, you know, over the years, or as, long as, as, as long as you've been doing it, that would come out and say, hey, listen, the guy's a cheater. This is, you are as pure as snow falling into your hand. You are the man, and it's that simple. So the, the bottom line is, don't even let it bother you. It just say, yeah, me. think what you, you know, want. It's, 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 there's it's nothing you're going to do about tired, it. They're haters. They're 100% haters. You, don't you listen it. if you don't like Dave. Love you, my man. Keep up the great work, and I'd love to come in and spend a few minutes on the air with you one day. You let me come on the show. It'd be great. You're on the show Thank now. You, what man. do you got? You got anything sports-wise, or you just want to defend me to the masses? Yeah, I wanted to talk about the Mets, but I don't want to take up too much time. You Go know ahead. What I, mean? I, want to, I want to hear your Mets take. Go ahead. My Mets take is this, Dave. All right, I'm 58 years old. I've been through a lot. I look to the Mets for a release. This, this year... What they're doing without the first well, the ground's back, thank God, but the whole year without him, seven weeks without Scherzer and no DeGrom, and what this team has done, the Mets fan owes them a lot because this year I've watched every game. It's been a while since I can say that. I'm looking forward to the Mets. I love it. Don't burn out Diaz. He He's showing everybody what he's worth. No, he's a, this he's is a, a special year picture. for the Mets. The season means a lot to a baseball fan. The championship means a lot to a spoiled fan. 
Love you, Dave. Thanks. You're the man, and Appreciate that's it. it. You're, in, you're it. as pure as snow falling in your hand. God there bless. You go. Appreciate it. Now, I will say this. I don't agree with that. The, the, the regular seasons for the, the purest and the postseasons for the spoiled fan. No, I don't agree with that. I think that the, the regular season matters a lot. And I think the postseason matters more. Because it doesn't, I mean, we talked about it before, right? Mariners haven't been to the postseason since 2001. And in that season, they, they set the most you know wins in, in the regular season. And what does it mean? Because you got beaten up by the Yankees. A uh, quick note before I say goodbye. This is from our buddy Rich Cimini. Uh, free agent offensive tackle Dwayne Brown, former, I mean, elite tackle in the league, visiting the Jets and will attend the green and white scrimmage tonight. Per a source, Brown is a former Pro Bowler who started every game last season for the Seahawks. Turns 37, though, at the end of the month. So we'll keep an eye on that. I'll be back with Rick 5 o'clock on Monday morning. Let's go Mets. Enjoy one of the last weekends without a lot of football. Uh, enjoy Pat O'Keefe's next, and then Ty Butler. Have a great weekend, and stay cool on 98.7 ESPN.